Jesus Bible and Current Events from a Christian Perspective, Battling Spiritual Wickedness in High Places, One Podcast at a Time. This is the High Places Podcast. Hello everyone, it's Jim again. Um, So, okay, let's just get right into it. This Colorado school shooting. Uh, So many things to say, but a couple things... Uh, right away. So did you notice, first of all, I'll start with the lesser important thing. Um, relatively speaking, the, uh, there was a vigil held like the day after the shooting. Um, and the politicians, though, the Colorado senator who's running for president now, uh, cause everybody's running for president now. He was there cause, you know, don't let a, good political opportunity pass you by, even if the opportunity is a school shooting. And the uh, member of Congress for that district uh, was also there. Um, do I have the name of these guys? Crow is the Bennett, I think is the senator. And Crow is the, uh, is the um, congressman. Um, both Democrats. And so... This whole thing was just a stunt. It was an anti-gun uh, stunt. And so if you've seen any of the footage on this, the actual high school students from the school, they weren't allowed to speak. This whole thing was set up by a couple of anti-gun groups. And, you know, I think they may have had some teenager who was not part of the school, but one of these, you know, just like in Florida where it had these little, you know, wannabe teen activists uh, desperately searching for their 15 minutes of fame. So they had some uh, kids speaking. So, and then they had, you know, all these other kids in the, in the stands and all that. And of course the STEM students, cause they want the visual, they wanted to make it uh, look like, you know, all these teenagers are calling for gun control and tighter gun laws and all this other stuff. But all during these speeches, uh, during the politicians speeches, the kids from the actual high school were, you know, yelling things out that they, that they, um, that, you know, this isn't about gun control and that, uh, they wanted to speak and they hadn't been allowed to speak. And so they walked out because these politicians and all these people kept giving all these, you know, canned, oh, you need more than, uh, prayers and blah, blah, blah. You know, you, you kids demand action, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, putting words in their mouth and doing all this other stuff. And so the kids walked out. Um, and you know, they're saying, Hey, this isn't about guns. Uh, and they were actually, they were chanting mental health. They wanted, you know, things to be done about that. Um, and so, uh, I mean, they're really, so the kids finally came back in, um, and got to speak because the politicians realized that, uh, they had miscalculated and their staged event that was supposed to, um, you know, virtue signal, uh, had backfired and they were going to look like villains. Um, so they, uh, they brought these kids back in and the kids spoke and they're like, um, you know what? We weren't allowed to say what this is really about. And, um, this was just a stunt. They said they didn't want their friend who had been killed, Kendrick Castillo, they didn't want him uh, to be used as a prop uh, for these uh, uh, gun control nuts. And um, 
you know, he, they said this was just a political stunt. And they thanked the people, uh, who came. The one kid was very eloquent about it. He, you know, he said, uh, uh, that he thanked the people, uh, who weren't there for political reasons. Um, and he said the people that were, he, he said, uh, thanks for ruining it. Um, and, uh, he said that, you know, they're not a, uh, statistic. Uh, they're not a statement. They're people. But, um, when Marxist totalitarians want to disarm the populace, um, they don't think of people as people. Um, they're props to be used and they're, um, they're the target for the totalitarian control that these Marxists want to exercise. So the fact that this kid that was killed wasn't even buried yet. His body isn't even in the ground. And these slimy vultures are using him and the other kids at this school to push their agenda to disarm people. I mean, that's just stunt. That just shows you how low these uh, slimy people will slither uh, in their in their desire to take over the society. And so, if they have such disregard um, for a kid who was shot at school, that uh, they use this supposedly vigil for him. They use this to further their agenda of control. What are they going to do if they actually get power? Do you think they're going to care about anybody's rights or their religion or their beliefs? Um, they, they have uh, nothing gets in the way of their desired goal. Um, and you see this, uh, who is it? Uh, Cory Booker came out this uh, last week, I think it was, with a gun control proposal. And, um, not only does he want this to be handled at the federal level, so if you want a gun, uh, you have to, you have to apply to the federal government to get licensed, I think to get fingerprinted, and here is the really scary one, you have to be interviewed by the FBI. So, I mean, think about that. First of all, you know, what's the backlog going to be? Anybody that wants to buy a gun has to wait for the FBI to interview them. And talk about something that's completely subjective. So what's the criteria for this interview? So if the FBI decides uh, that they don't want you to have a gun, you don't get a gun? I mean, imagine, so you're talking about constitutional, constitutionally protected rights. Imagine if the current administration, for example, decided to interview mm, news outlets to decide which of them deserve to exercise their First Amendment right to freedom of the press. Do you think uh, the New York Times or CNN or MSNBC would have a problem with that? But um, you have a sitting senator who is proposing that the federal government uh, decides uh, in an interview uh, with you who gets to exercise their constitutional Second Amendment rights. The real irony is, all these people are doing is proving why we need a Second Amendment. This is why the people need to be armed, because if they're not, the government will do anything it can to take control, because power tends to centralize. 
and those that have power want to accumulate more and more, and they want total control. And this is why we have a Second Amendment, so that the people's representatives don't become the people's rulers, because the government has more firepower than the people. So, and so, just um, to set the record straight, I do not own a gun. Um, I don't have much of an interest in owning a gun, although when I hear stories like this, it makes me want to go out and get one, um, just while I still can. Uh, but I, I don't own a gun, um, but I believe people should own guns uh, for the reasons I stated. So I don't have a problem with anyone who wants to own a gun. And I think people should have um, at least as good a firepower as the government. Um, otherwise, uh, the government um, will feel tempted to take away people's rights or determine who in the society has those rights. And since uh, our rights are God-given and not government-given, um, yeah, especially when you have a bunch of anti-God people in the government. So, so that's an angle with all this. But the more important one, I don't know if you noticed this, and I had to actually do some searching on this, but when I, when the story first broke, I went to the local Denver news outlets, Denver Post and uh, one of the television channels, uh, their news channels, to read about the story. And so you read about this uh, kid, the uh, 18-year-old in particular. Um, you know, he uh, um, had the thing on his car where he had like a profanity on his car, but the, he had a pentagram with 666 spray-painted on the hood of his car. And I'm like, huh. And then you read a little more, and you find out he'd posted anti-Christian rants. Um, and so, and I, you know, he's a registered Democrat too, I bet that's, you know, uh, here nor there. Um, the interesting thing is, um, when I went to look at like major news outlets, they didn't have any of those details. CNN, CBS, NBC, ABC. I actually checked. I went to these websites and I looked at their stories. And as I kept reading, I noticed that 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 detail was left out, the thing about the pentagram and the 666 and the anti-Christian rants. They weren't in any of the stories. I'm like, huh, I wonder if they just missed it. And so I'd go to another outlet, New York Times. Nope, not there either. How about Washington Post? Nope, not there. And so I did searches on their websites looking for this, the name of the guy, uh, who's uh, Devin Erickson, and Pentagram. And I did searches. Nothing. It wasn't there on any of these websites. I think the oldest story they had, or the, excuse me, most recent story, was about some guy who had carved a pentagram into his kid's back or something like that. And of course they tied that to, you know, the Bible. So isn't it interesting? Again, this doesn't fit the narrative, right? And so it gets suppressed. And so I don't know if all these outlets coordinated it. I don't know that they're that smart. But it's even more eerie if they didn't, because that means they're all playing from the same narrative. They're all running from the same script. And so they are purposely suppressing this stuff. Or are we really to believe that the local Denver 
news media are better journalists than people at the New York Times. And I checked like a day after that. I even checked uh, this morning. They're still, they're not on these, uh, on these major news outlets. They are purposely suppressing this information. I, I mean, that's really something to me. Creepy. Creepy. This is like Pravda during the Soviet Union. And so, uh, again, so this is straight out of Marxism, right? Um, Marx wrote there, there are three groups. There are the oppressed, there are the allies of the oppressed, and then there are the oppressors. So either you're an oppressed group, or if you're not an oppressed group, then you're an ally. If you're not an ally of an oppressed group, then by default there's only one thing left for you to be, and that's an oppressor. And that's the narrative, that Christians are oppressors, that Christians are distinctly not the oppressed, even though Christians are the number one persecuted group on this planet. Even the the British um, foreign secretary, I think a week ago, um, after, uh, you know, investigations and things they had done, um, he said that uh, the persecution of Christians around the world is bordering on genocide, which I'm, I was stunned to hear anyone from the UK government uh, say anything like that. But uh, when it gets so bad that uh, they can't even ignore it, uh, that tells you how bad it is. Um, and yet, you don't you don't see that. Do you did you hear anything about uh, anybody denouncing Satanism <laughs> this past week? I I mean, or or um, you know, criticize this guy for his anti-Christian rants. I went to this guy's his, his Facebook page was still up after this shooting. And so where is the, the outcry in that? And so he was defending homosexuality. I don't know if he is a homosexual or not, but the other shooter is a uh, transsexual. Uh, she thinks she's a boy. Um, and so, uh, where is this? Where is, you know, people, whenever, uh, there are any, uh, any sort of shootings or anything, people can't wait to tie this to Christians somehow or conservatives or something. Even this thing in New Zealand, they tried to, you know, tie to the president um, because some guy said something. It's like, okay, people say all sorts of things. Um, but why wasn't that happening here? How come, how come nobody's talking about the uh, pervasive anti-Christian attitude among the LGBT community? I, you know, so it's, it's funny that, um, um, you know, you've had all these, this LGBT stuff pushed in the schools under the guise of anti-bullying programs. Because again, they're supposed to be the oppressed group. Well, in this case, um, at least one of them, uh, was the oppressor. <laughs> you can go all the way back to Columbine 20 years ago. Where they, they asked a girl, uh, if she was a Christian. And then shot her right in the face and killed her when she said yes. And apparently there are videos where they even rehearsed this, um, the two shooters. So they were even practicing this, that they were going to go through the school and find Christians and ask them if they were Christian and then kill them if they said yes. 
How much of that did you hear? People could have been talking about this anti-Christian attitude, murder, for 20 years. You haven't heard this stuff. And now you've got the news media actively trying to hide this stuff? How is that not an important factor in the story? How is that not an important factor? When they had this thing with the... um, uh, We did an episode on the guy that faked his own assault. Um, They couldn't wait to, you know, talk about the red MAGA hats on the, you know, supposed attackers. So when the press wants to push a narrative... They seem to be able to uncover any little detail they can find. Um, Even if they miss the facts, uh, they'll make up stuff that fits the narrative. But in this case, all they had to do was be as good a journalist as the local Denver newspaper. And, you know, just go look at the car. It was towed away. (laughs) Or if they can't do that, the New York Times should start reading the Denver Post. Maybe they can get a subscription. CNN, too. Maybe they can, uh, you know, publish the feed from the local uh, newscast from Denver. Because the local news scooped all these national news outlets. The national news outlets still aren't talking about it. So this is just, um, let's talk about the devil's children. Talk about the devil's children. Who are they protecting? Who in the end are they protecting? So think about that next time, you know, you um, watch these shows or, um, you know, think about that next time you pay your cable bill. <laughs> Part of your money is going to CNN and MSNBC and, and all that. Um, who are, you know, these people are actively working on the side of the devil. They're, they're protecting Satanists. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Um, just want to talk about that real quick. Um, this is going to be a shorter uh, podcast, but um, it's been amazing to watch this. That it was just the when I started looking for these things the other night, and consistently couldn't find any reporting on this from the major outlets. It's one of those like moments when you get a chill down your spine, going, "Wow, is this this is really happening? This is really what they're doing." And it's, uh, it's eye-opening. So uh, everything you hear from these people, take it with a grain of salt. Um, but it reminded me of a verse in Second Timothy chapter 3, starting in verse 12. Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. The devil's children are out there actively trying to deceive us and hide the things that he and his children are up to. Even uh, when it makes national news, uh, even when people are shot and killed, uh, these uh, demonic Uh, totalitarian news outlets are working for their father, the devil. And so um, uh, take everything you hear from these people with a grain of salt uh, because the stuff you're getting from them is straight out of the pits of hell. Uh, Whether they consciously know it or not, uh, they're doing the devil's work. 
and they're trying to marginalize Christians and um, eliminate any sympathy uh, that someone may have for Christians because then people might be curious uh, to find out what Christians are about. And so it all comes back to stifling the gospel. Uh, the good news is there are still people out there that uh, are being saved. God is still saving people. I talked to a number of people last night uh, who seem to be soundly saved. Um, uh, older people, younger people, younger people even. Um, and it's difficult for the younger people in particular. Um, but God is still saving some. And so uh, pray for the strength to stand firm. Uh, pray for these uh, people that are being saved, that God continues to strengthen them. Uh, pray for uh, all of God's people, uh, that he gives us all strength. And you know what? Don't support, don't support these demonic media companies and these lousy Marxist totalitarian politicians who just want to control your life and the way you think. And the first thing they're going to go after is the gospel. Because uh, that's what the devil wants. And so whatever man's motivation, uh, if they're being empowered by the devil, his motivation is to stifle the gospel so that people won't be saved. Because misery loves company. The devil knows he's going to be roasted in the, in the lake of fire forever, and he wants lots of people to join him. So don't play along. That's going to do it for this time. Feel free to reach out to us at podcast at jesusforsinners.com. I wish you all the best. Have a good day at church tomorrow. Praise God for His grace and mercy. And everyone, take care. God bless.